Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. Losing weight is a common goal that we see as trainers. Sometimes people want to lose a few pounds to feel better, but other times they need to lose weight as a matter of life and death. Obesity-related illnesses are the second leading cause of death in the U.S., and worldwide, over 2.8 million deaths are a result of being overweight or obese. Our guest today, Denise Hanton, was faced with the seriousness of obesity when she witnessed family members suffering from the effects of diabetes and dying from heart attacks. Knowing that she had to make a lifestyle change to save her own life, Denise sought the help of a dietitian and made the commitment to lose weight and get healthy. Two years later, Denise has lost 200 pounds and continues to improve her health by eating correctly and exercising throughout the week. Denise is an inspiring example to people at any point in their fitness journey, which is why I wanted to have her on the show to share her story. So we're here with Denise Hanton. I've seen Denise around the gym for a while now, and I've heard you mention in passing to some of my clients and to some of my coworkers that you've lost a considerable considerable amount of weight. So how much weight is it that you've lost over the course of your fitness journey? 200 pounds. That's awesome. So you're in here so three times a week right now or more? I see uh, you at least three times. I'm here Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and sometimes I'll come on the weekend if I'm not too busy. Okay. So... You've been putting in this work for how long to get this 200 pounds off since you started? Uh, since about May of 2015. Okay, so, we're, so two and a half years now. Yeah. Wow. So let's take everybody back to the beginning here. When did your fitness journey start? It started um, after a discussion with my husband. Okay. And it was simple things were difficult to do around the house. And, gotcha. You know, Climbing the stairs from the laundry room was becoming a chore and out of breath and, yeah. you know, feet were hurting, like walk, like walking a block or two blocks. It was, you know. Yeah. And, like, right before that, I had, I had a couple of relatives pass away. Okay. And, like, probably about a year before that and a year before that, you know, it was kind of yeah. a chain reaction of relatives who okay. died from complications of diabetes because they didn't take care of themselves. Gotcha. And I remembered when my mom was diagnosed with diabetes around my age at that time. And I was was like, okay, I I have to do something. I don't want to start, I don't want to go blind, I don't want to use loose limbs and things like that. I I have to make a choice. I want to live as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was that was kind of your your yeah, kick to like, get you started. That was when, seeing the things around yeah, you. Yeah, when you know you you see it on the internet and the ads and the information. Yeah, and then when you start seeing some of your your aunts and your uncles and your own cousins who are younger than you, who are in their like late twenties, having like a massive heart attack in their oh, sleep, gosh. or yeah. your aunt going from like a functioning human to Losing both of her legs below the oh knees, gosh, blind in one eye, and she was—I um, think she was on dialysis about five days a week. Wow, because so, her pancreas didn't work. So, so I mean, at that point, it just—it became personal to you because it was happening 
around you. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I still have relatives now who are very large, and their health is really bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's, I'm just like, I, I can't, you know, I, I don't want to shorten my life. Yes, yeah. When you had that large of a goal in the beginning, how did you mentally break that down? Because you saw what was going on around you, you knew you had to make a change, but you knew that the change you had to make wasn't going to be a short-term goal. So how did you break that down into a smaller, more manageable smaller goals or something did you do that um well i i sat down and i thought about the things that i couldn't do okay and you know i just i wanted to be able to keep up with my friends and, yeah you know go to events and stuff and not have to like lag behind or tell them to wait and, yeah and I, like i don't i don't know if i actually set like goals like that okay. I think it was just kind of just in my mind that I had I had to change okay something had to give yeah and you know and what I would say what really helped is when I noticed like the changes gotcha. like, I documented okay. things like, oh okay so, so you know like I, I documented like how long I could walk, like when I first yeah. started, like how long, like each time as I bumped up the time as I went, like okay. I could see, and then I would go back, and I'm like, wow, like three months ago, this is all I could do. Yeah. You know? Like if I, for me, if I had a reference point to go back and see what I was, yeah. to what I did now, yeah, like that, that was good motivation just to see how far I had come along. Yeah. Like for those small things, like I could only walk five minutes. Three months later, I'm walking 40 minutes. You know, That's awesome. it's just like, yes, yeah, so that document, I think is really helpful because if you're looking at where you're trying to get to and you don't look back at how far you come, a lot of times that goal can seem so far off. But when you look back at how far you come, you yeah. realize you're actually much closer to the goal than yeah, you realize you that you're actually doing something yeah. and not just the number on the scale. Yes. You know, I mean, the number on the scale is important to a point, but you know, when you start kind of. You will plateau at some point. It's inevitable. Yeah. And but when you start putting on strength too, because that's weight, and you know, yeah. that's when that's when you start have to looking at other things and gauging like how you gauging know. your performance yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. So what kind of dietary changes did you have to make then in order to lose weight? Well, I went to a dietitian here in Frederick, okay. uh, Amy Mastro okay. at Kindred Nutrition, and she was. She was pretty pivotal in uh, helping me. Yeah. So, you know, we started gradually. You know, she approached like, okay, what are you eating right now? Yes. You know, and then kind of like this is, you know, and put it against like the uh, average BMI for like my height. Okay, and all yeah, that, yeah. And gender. And slowly we took it down to where I think I started at something like 1,800 calories. Okay. But now I'm down to 1,600 calories okay. a day for workout days and 1,400 yeah. on normal days. Worries. But then that's I don't. But I don't actually calorie count because I think that would just that would drive you crazy. That would drive me crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Instead, we break it down by like food groups. Okay. So you know, it's like, and, and she's great at she's given me options like you know if you're not going to do like your full three cup of dairy yeah. that day, should you can 
easily trade out a cup of your dairy for like two cups of veggie. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so like she's she's great at giving that. So what I've done is I generally I just balance my meals. I okay. don't. I eat less or none of the things that my body doesn't have. Yeah. So that's just that's pretty much her. Uh, philosophy yeah. and, and and it's worked for me. Yeah. So, so you keep, you know. you, I mean, you're, so you're still you know roughly measuring things, but you're not having to go into the whole point of counting the calories. But the way that she's set it up for you, which is, I mean, obviously she's she's good at what she does. Yeah. And she's made it so you probably are eating around the same amount of calories each day, even if you make those exchanges. Right. Which gives you that freedom to maybe change up your diet a little bit if you want to eat something different. Yeah. So, you know, it's like I, I, I'm pretty routine myself. So, okay. you know, it's like, for instance, like there's some things like I don't drink any soda. Yes. Because it's unnecessary. It's, no. <laughs> you know, as she said, there's no nutritional value no. in soda. Nope. You know, and I, and I reduce fats and, okay. you know, that type of thing. You know, but like also she's like, yeah, just because something says fat free or low fat doesn't mean it's great for you either. You know, no, because normally they have to put in extra carbs yeah. and sugar to make it yeah. taste okay. Yeah, she's just like, it's, it's, it's more just use less of it rather than you know, she's just just don't believe everything on a label. Yeah, and um, but like for instance, like breakfast is usually like for me. Yeah, is like two ounces of. Cereal, something very low sugar. Okay. Half a cup to a cup of skim milk and a cup of fruit. Okay. And sometimes like an ounce of protein. Yeah. And that will like carry me through to lunch. To lunch. Okay. But yeah, that's but yeah, I balance everything by like food. Groups. Yeah, that's that's good. So was that a big change for the the way that you were eating before? Did that was that tough was, to make that? It was it was uh it was a big change, but at the same time I like. I wasn't a person who was afraid of veggies and fruits, so that okay. was no problem okay. for me. Like it was just more of um, knowing how much of the it. Changing the portions, I think that's important for people to hear because a lot of people who struggle with their weight say, "Well, I eat tons of fruits and vegetables, and I don't eat a lot of fast food, and I don't drink that much soda." But they don't realize how important the portions are. And so, because you, because you, it sounds like you still weigh and measure things. Certain things, if it's something different or I've had eaten in a while, yeah. I don't remember exactly what that looks, looks like. Looks like so you can't eyeball it, but yeah. after a while you can eyeball it. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people get afraid of weighing and measuring because they think they're going to do it forever. But you really just no, it's once just, you learn it. Yeah, you know, like I said, routine. Like if you know, I buy something different, and I'm just I was like, I don't know how much. You know, I just take out the kitchen yeah. scale, and so I know what it looks like, and then I don't have to really. You know, waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you That's know. awesome. So now, over the past two years, how have your workouts changed and your diet changed? Um, the diet hasn't changed. Well, the calories reduced. Calories changed yes. a little bit. Okay. Calories changed a little bit, but on workout days, that's still important that I have those extra calories. Because you're still fueling performance. Yeah. Because you are doing a lot of work when you're in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Um, the workouts themselves have become more uh, rigorous, <laughs> and but that's a good thing because yeah. I was getting bored and I felt like this is too easy. Before, like that's why I started coming here. It was like I need more than walking. Yeah, this is this is not enough for me. Yeah, walking an hour is not enough for me. I mean, yeah, I'm getting my heart going, but I need something more. Yeah. So you know, I started coming here, and it was like. 30 minutes on a recumbent bike. That was it. Okay. 
and like 30 minutes of some light strength training because I wasn't sure and it was still very early on. Yeah. You know, fast forward uh, like a year and now, you know, I, I do an hour of cardio okay. and I'm kind of thinking of bumping it up more because the hour just... It goes by, it goes by really, fast. It goes by Jeez. fast for me. <laughs> and bumping, and then recently I bumped up the strength training to an hour because I felt I can do this. I can I can push out a little extra more. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 really strange looking at now versus twenty fifteen when I could barely walk like for five or ten oh minutes gosh, near yeah, my geez. house. Yeah. And. Now, like, really enjoying and going in strength training and just, you know, feeling that kind of, I don't want to say exhaustion, but just the exertion. Yeah. And and that's another thing. You notice when you become physically stronger. Yes. I have. Like, yeah. Just, like, carrying, like, a pile of things up out of <laughs> the basement. I'm just, and I realize I'm not struggling or I'm carrying in a massive box of, like, two massive boxes of cat litter. My brother's just looking at me funny and I'm just like. Yeah, so so the strength training has been a big part now. Yeah. Because before it was just more cardio because you were walking, but now yeah. you've been doing a lot more strength training along yeah. with it. So, and that your dietitian was the one who got you started on that as well? Yeah. She's, okay, cool. Yeah, because she's like, cardio is important. She said, but, you know, she says definitely do the strength training as well. She's yeah. like, it's both, she's all of it's just very beneficial for you physically, mentally. And for weight loss. Yes. Yeah, I think a lot of people just get so concerned with the cardio that they forget that you, know, you, you still need to be building up muscle. And it still burns a lot of calories when you're in here yeah. doing strength training. And it's good for your bone mass and good for uh, your, your blood sugar levels. It's all those things that you were yeah. concerned about in the beginning. So how do you stay motivated to keep it up now as you've come this far? Because I feel better. Okay. I don't, I don't want to get back to that point where... I felt like I was, like, okay, then I didn't think I felt miserable and yeah. sick, per se. Okay. Because, you know, when you're inside yourself, you can't really see maybe what other people are seeing. Yeah. But now, in hindsight, it's always tired and dragging. Okay. And, but now I'm, I have all this energy, and I want to do things, and I'm excited to do things. I, I don't have that fear of yeah. I'm not going to be able to keep up. I'm not going to be able to breathe, you know. And it's it's nice to feel good, to feel healthy. All of my labs, I went from being having high blood pressure and you know having like borderline diabetes to everything now back in normal range wow. and you know I had a vitamin D deficiency before yeah not anymore. not anymore and just like across the board it's just even even my um my thyroid because I do have uh early stages of Hashimoto's okay um like the trend for the thyroid test is I've just like noticed like the whole metabolic rate before it was really bad. It yeah. was, but now like it's functioning it's normal. It's, it's getting it's just That's like awesome. it's weird. Like I like I log in and look at my labs at my doctors and you know, and you just see yeah. how they just got better. 
each time I go back, like every six months, yeah, he incredible. would order like the results. Yeah. Because I would always go and share them with Amy. Yeah. You know? So. So that's that's what I mean. That is definitely a big motivator because, like, just like you said before, your motivator in the beginning was walking, going from five minutes to forty minutes, and now you're seeing all these other things, just like those markers of walking more or walking farther or walking more uh, time. Now you're seeing your strength numbers, you're seeing your blood markers, you're seeing your hormone levels, all of these things because of the exercise you're doing. So I can see why that's that's such a motivator. Yeah, it's, it's I want to say for, I want to say the first time in maybe ever, I feel like I have a clear head because okay. it's also helped with like my anxiety and depression. Yeah. Because before that was another thing where kind of felt like I was always in a fog and a yeah. haze and but that happens a lot less now wow, you know that's awesome. I, it's it's like overall it's been life changing yeah well you had to change your life to get yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> um just it's so weird because I feel like it's looking at a different person yeah like several years ago even like I go back and I look at like my Wedding pictures. That was goodness. That was ten years ago. Years ago. Okay. And even thinking back to that person, and I'm just, it feels like two different people. Not yeah. just because, not just because of the physical, but even like mentally, where I was. Oh yeah. Well, you're you've got to be in a totally different place now. And it's it's sometimes it's really surreal, not in a bad <laughs> yeah. way, yeah. but it's 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 so strange how in. Only a few years. How, yeah. How everything can just change. Yeah. It's incredible. So what has been the hardest part during all of this? Um, the hardest part um, is there's some trivial things and then some, some more important things. Um, uh, on the days where the depression is harder to maintain, okay. those are the days that it's really hard to get out of bed and go to, to the gym. gym. Okay. But I do it. Okay. Like, it's, it's hard getting to the door. Yes. You know, getting out of my house. Yeah. But once I'm here, it's like this magical thing that <laughs> once awesome. I'm here yeah. and, I'm, and I've started cardio and I have the earbuds in, music going, or YouTube, whatever I'm yep. doing... I'm I'm okay. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's like the switches switch has been like snapped and yep. I'm good. Time to work. Yeah, That's and awesome. and then by the time I leave, head is generally hundred times better. Yeah, and I can go home and then do what I need to do and not feel like weighted by everything yeah. or what or what I think exists. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's the other thing about exercise that's so important. I mean, during all of this is because it's, it is very psychological. And for you to make this lifestyle change, you need to make a, both a physical and psychological change. So now that this has become part of your day, you know, it's, it's, you understand how important it is. And it's something that actually you realize, you know, has, has helped you mentally. And I think that's something that a lot of people is, they, if they don't like exercise, they don't think it's going to make them feel better. Now, did you like exercise in the beginning? I did not. Okay. But now, yeah, it's 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 completely different. Yeah, yeah there are some <laughs> days where I'm just like, 
I just want to sit here and play a video game. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, no, no. I got to yep. go put in my two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but what I found is you have to find something you like to do. Yes, that's what we always and you gotta, say. And you got to keep it, for me, I have to keep it interesting. So I may okay. go from running for an hour on the elliptical to uh, going to like the trainer bike for an hour. Yeah. Or, you know, because that's that you learn, like at least me, I've yeah. learned what happens when I get bored is that's when I start to slack. Okay. So I've learned that I have to always change it up after a while to keep it interesting. Yeah. So for a while, like I would do, you know, there was a period where I did, thir I would run 30 minutes on the elliptical, run over, do 30 minutes on the bike. Okay. You know, but now I'm back to like an hour on the bike again. Okay. So you just keep switching things up. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to keep it interesting. So then what's next for you? Do you have like a fitness goal in mind or? Um, I want to keep, well, naturally keep up my routine. Yeah. But this is so funny. Maybe not. <laughs> um, my goal is to lose at least enough weight or more because I want to try like, like indoor climbing. Oh, that that's looks, awesome. That looks, that, that's yeah. like my little, like my little mini personal goal. No, that'd be great. Because, like, my husband and a couple of our friends do, like, climbing. They yeah. used to do more outdoor climbing. But, you know, I'm just like, that actually looks really fun. <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome goal to have. Plus, I mean, it's, it's great exercise. It's yeah. friends who climb. And it's, it's, yeah. it's tough. But, yeah, it'd be fun to get to do that sometime. Yeah. So then what kind of advice would you have for someone who may be considering a lifestyle change like this? It, it seems like it's, it's almost too far off in the distance to work towards. Well, I think the first thing is you do have to acknowledge that it is a lifestyle change. You can't go into it looking at, I'm going to do this for like six months or whatever, and I'll lose my weight. And yeah, no, no that's you have to you have to accept that it's a complete lifestyle change. Yeah, and document. Okay. Document. Yeah, like I think that's been big for you. Yeah. You, you may think that it's so far off, but if, if you document those little changes, the, you know, when you do work out, because not everyone's going to want to run to the gym with their first time out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, start off, start off small, start walk, walk like 10 minutes in your neighborhood or in the park or something and, and build up to that point where, you know, till you feel like I need something else or, you know, maybe you want to jog instead of walk. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all about, like, it is. It's setting those little goals, having something to look back on. Because if you're like me, if you need a reminder that, hey, you've been working your butt off. Yeah. You think you're not, but look back at this. I, like, I, I even I still have it on my phone. I, I started documenting my weight loss, like, from the first visit I went to see my dietitian. Okay. It was, like, 400 pounds. And then every... Every month, I would document the weight loss every month, okay. just so like I would see, you know, just like the stable, yeah, like the changes, the weight going down each time, yeah, you know. So when I would think that the week was hard, or you know, or it wasn't enough, but yeah. then I go back and I and look, look at that, you know. I even kept, I still even have the notes that I kept of when we altered my nutrition balance a wow. little bit. So you know where I where I went from having eating this much to where we reduced it 
by like 200 calories and I didn't notice. Yeah, I mean, this, she's, it's such you know, a small yeah, amount she's of just, the day. Yeah, she's like, you know, she says, we just take away, she's like a grain and an extra protein. Okay. And she's, you know, and she's like, and, you know, and I would come back and see her and she's like, well, are you hungrier? Did you notice? And I was like, no. Nope. Nope. She's like, then good. <laughs> good. Great. Keep that's, it there. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So documenting and then breaking it down into parts. Yeah, breaking, yeah. yeah. If, if, you, if you're looking, it's good to look at the big picture so you know. Yeah. But you need those little, the, the small goals that some people might think it's trivial. Like maybe you want to go climbing with your friends. Maybe you want to go hiking on like a mile, on a more yeah. an easier trail at a park. Yeah. You know, but you can't do it because you're not healthy enough or something, you know, it's, it's keeping you from doing it. Yeah. You know, but if you set those small things and work towards the small things, I mean. It's a lot more manageable that It's way. a lot more yeah. manageable, and you're working towards something you, you want, at least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're working towards something you want, and, you know, you're busting your butt, and. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did that. We went walking in Great Falls. Okay. And along, like, the, the towpath, but, yeah. you know, they have the one trail there right off the towpath, and I looked at my husband, and I'm like, we try that trail and he's are you sure we're not we don't even have gear i'm like well i was like we're not going to go far you know it's just, i just want to go as far as i can before the trail gets too difficult that i'm not comfortable with yeah. so you know i went like a mile on that trail climbing over rocks wow. and down and up over rocks and i definitely would not have been able to do that before yeah and you know yeah definitely you know, and yeah, I don't care that anyone was going around me. It was just the fact that I was able to do it. it. Yeah. And not like stress out about it or like struggle. Yeah. And to, to where like this past weekend, I was like, you know, you know of any places with more beginner trails? <laughs> I was like, I would like to do longer hikes now. Just don't take me on a death march <laughs> like you guys do. That's great. All right, so we're going to finish up with a lightning round. So I'm going to give you a question. You just say the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. All right, so favorite exercise? Trainer bike. Okay. Is that, wait, is that the recumbent bike or the upright bike? Upright. Upright bike, guy. Least favorite exercise? Running. Running, okay. Uh, what's your favorite healthy food? Hummus. Hummus? Favorite not-so-healthy food or favorite cheap food? Oreos. Oreos, okay. <laughs> But what, what do you, I always see you jamming out to music. What's your favorite music to work out to? Korean pop music. Korean pop, that's awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> really probably random. not what no, not what I was expecting. I thought maybe like like death metal or something. I knew it was something I wasn't going to expect, but I wasn't expecting Korean <laughs> pop music. That's funny. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, any superpower? Uh, teleportation. Okay, so yeah, anytime, every time I ask this, people always say flight. You want to fly somewhere? I always ask. Well, wouldn't you rather teleport? Just be there immediately. So you would rather just be there immediately. Yep, cool. I would. I would. I would definitely be nightcrawler. <laughs> and then what's a a gym pet peeve of yours that you, that you see in the gym that you're just like, you could probably not do that, and I'd be okay with it. Excessively dropping barbells. Oh yeah, because you're right. That's your bike is right by the. It's platform there, or if like I'm just, or even if I'm over all the way like strength training, I'm like, good god, I feel sorry for anyone in the studios downstairs. <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes the ceiling tiles will fall downstairs yeah, when I'm we're just, downstairs. And yeah, I'm just like I, I know, like you don't really need to drop it. That <laughs> yeah. <hard. laughs> you know. uh, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Um, 
Cat. Cat? Okay. <laughs> why, why is that? Well, because I have a lot. Okay. As much as I like to exercise, I love to nap. You like lounging? I okay. like lounging. <laughs> I like to nap. Okay. So it's, it's easily like you can find me at home laying on the bed with both my cats. We just laid up. You're yeah. all like laying in the same sun. Yeah, through the pretty window. much. <laughs> it's like me and my fur children. <laughs> all right, last one. If you could somehow go back, so go back two, three years ago, and give yourself some advice, you talking to you, what advice would that be? Um, it's gonna be okay. It's scary. What you're doing is scary and. You've never done this before. You've never tested yourself like yeah. this before, but it's gonna be okay, and you're gonna kick his butt. You know, awesome. it's, it's just just do it. You're you have plenty of friends and your husband. You're gonna be okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Denise. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you back in the gym. Yes. <laughs>